Hey guys, welcome back to Pinky and the Wild Wanderer. I am your host, Katie, aka The Wanderer. Um, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody who is like supporting me on this journey or just in my life at this present moment and all the people who've been in my life. Let's just have gratitude for all of it, past, present, and future. For the people who are like listening to the podcast, commenting, reaching out to me, subscribing, rating, reviewing, sharing my podcast, I just want to say a great big thank you. I truly appreciate all of your support in whatever form it comes. So thank you. Gratitude is immense. So with that being said, I want to first and foremost, um, my friend was listening to the podcast last week and she reached out and she said, Katie, I want to talk to you about your thoughts on alcohol because you say that it's the most or no, it's the lowest vibrational thing that you can put into your body. She's like, but anything that creates like anything in excess can be a low vibration. And I was like, you're right. You're right. Let me, yep. You are correct. Because sometimes I put inappropriate amounts of food into my body, which in excess is not good. One piece of cake is fine. Three pieces of cake, not fine. Five pieces of cake, not fine, Katie. And I'm not saying that I eat three to five pieces of cake in a day. I'm just saying that anything to excess is not okay. In the past, you've heard me talk about marijuana consumption. In the past, the amount to which I've consumed and have like consumed in one day over a week, years, not okay. Those are low vibrational things that I'm putting in my body because am I behaving at my or am I operating at my highest, most optimum level? No. Am I operating at my highest, most optimum level when I put too much food in my body? No. Am I operating at my fullest and best capacity when I put too much, I don't know, coffee in my body? Probably not. I'm probably going to get a little anxious. My heart's probably not going to feel good. So she just brought that up to me and I was like, you're right. Everything in balanced ways can be okay. But once you tip over that edge into the excess where it's no longer good and it's creating unhealthy patterns, habits, behaviors, that's when it becomes a problem. So it's not just alcohol that has these effects. It is anything really that you do into excess, like too much exercise. That is not good for your body. That is harmful. So I wanted to amend that. I know I have some very strong thoughts about alcohol, but my friend commenting that to me really made me think you like, you know what? You're right, Katie. You can't just say one thing is so terrible, but then discount this, 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 and this. So I appreciate you. I heard you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to think about different perspectives and ways of looking at things. So I appreciate that. I appreciate people like that in my life who can challenge me and make me think. So thanks, Ash. I appreciate it.
So that happened. I also said in the previous episode that I was going to talk to bus companies. And after my mom had listened to the podcast, she's like, you're going to have to tell them that you did not do that. You did not keep your word. And I said, okay, yes, I will tell them that I did not go talk to bus companies. I will tell you I didn't go talk to the bus company. So on Wednesday, when I recorded the podcast, I recorded at like eight o'clock in the morning. And I said that we had the building inspection the day prior. And I said that we hadn't heard any news and no news meant good news, typically. Well, I got a phone call from my realtor. I don't know, in the early afternoon, right? And he was like, okay, so we got a list of some things that the inspection, like that we have to talk about. I said, okay. And already that like sets me on edge. Why? I don't know. We will find out why. I'll explain why. So Eric, my realtor, calls me and he's like, did you know that your house has functioning knob and tube? So my house was built in 1910. And knob and tube is a type of electrical system that is no longer in use, but it hasn't caused any problems. It is still functioning. It works great. The only thing about it is, is it's old technology. And when people hear that, they get a little freaked out. So he was like, you have knob and tube. I said, I was under the impression that the previous owner took care of that. No, I did not know that. He said, okay, well, you do. And we're going to have to see how that goes. He said, your, your plumbing is also a little slow upstairs. And we have to get that looked at. And then there was like three other like super minor things. So I get off the phone with him. And I can already tell that my anxiety level is rising. It's just something that happens. So my mom is like, so my mom who always errs on the side of like cautiously optimistic is like, it's like a building inspector's job to find things that are wrong with the house. She told me that like while the inspection was happening, she's like, just expect that something's going to come back. So she's like, what did he have to say? I was, so I tell her what, you know, the knob and tube, and I'm freaking out about the knob and tube. And then I call my dad and he's like, and my dad is, he's just this guy. He's like, I would just tell him to go take a flying leap. Like the electric is fine. It's an old house. It just is what it is. And then he's like, it's old technology. People get freaked out, but it's nothing to be like crazy about. And, you know, Eric is like this because we didn't really know what was going on. He put $10,000 to $15,000 price tag in my head to like get this fixed. So I'm going off a ledge, right? But I'm like trying to keep it in. I'm not really expressing myself. I'm just internally like on a loop in my head, freaking out about this knob and tube and how much it's going to cost. And... You know, he calls me again a little bit later and he's talking to me and he's like, we don't really know like what's going on yet. Like we have to have somebody come out here and look at it. Yada, yada, yada. Get off the phone with him and I'm sitting at home with my mom and it's just festering in my head. 
and my brain is just going and I just stand up and I was like, mom, can I use your car? I feel like I just need to go get out in nature. Like that is what I need to do right now. Now I need to work out what's going on in my head. So she says, yep, you can take my car. I get in her car. I start driving and I call my friend and I tell her what's going on. And I was like, can I just come over and have a hug? And she's like, sure. And I head over to her house and I tell her what's going on. And as I'm pulling up to her house, as I'm pulling up to her house, I'm talking to Eric again. And I'm like kind of losing my mind just a little bit. I was like, Eric, I'm really sorry, but I'm a little anxious right now. And I'm fully aware that I'm like going off the rails. Like, I'm really sorry that you have to deal with it. I just need to let it all out to you. Once it's out, it'll be better. I promise. I'm really sorry that this is who I am, but this is what's happening. He's like, Katie, you don't even have anything to like be getting so worked up about. Like, this is what it's about. This is how it works. Like, we have the inspection. They come back with some things. We counter like it's a negotiation like you really have nothing to be concerned about right now like and I'm sure in his head he's thinking okay this girl is wild and you know what this is a side thought maybe people don't think these things about me the question is is why do I think that people are thinking these things about me why do I think that I'm like ridiculous sometimes why do I think that I'm a pain in the ass? Why do I think that I am like so over the top and ridiculous? Something I need to work on, focus on, and really dive into. Why do I feel like my big personality always needs to be apologized for? It doesn't. You are allowed to take up the space that you take up, Katie, in any form that it comes. And the people will love you or they'll remove yourself from your energy field and either is okay. So it's okay. Sidebar. Sorry. We'll get back to Eric. He's doing a really great job of walking me off the ledge. I get off the phone with him. My friend is like, was that your realtor? I was like, mm-hmm. She goes, well, he sounds like a very calm guy. I said, he is. <laughs> I appreciate him being my realtor. So I get out and I go in. We have the talk. Her children are home. All of a sudden, her her seven-year-old asks me, he goes, Miss Katie, is God a star in the sky? And did he create the whole universe? And he's seven. And I paused and I said, Katie, can you please turn off your TV so I can go answer this question for him? So she turns off the TV. I go talk to, to her son and I was like, well, let me tell you what I think about it. And I explained about energy and how, in my opinion, God is all around. He's in you. He's in me. He is in everything. And this spirals into like literally 25 questions. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm talking with her seven and her five-year-old and I'm just the calmest person after dealing with like my anxious mind I was like who knew all I needed was a seven and a five-year-old like randomly rapid fired shooting these god questions at me like who knew this is where I was going to be tonight after sufficiently walking myself over the ledge of like reasonability in my mind is that even a word reasonability I don't know I made it one 
Um, but that just like reminded me sometimes all we have to do is just like really be in the present moment. I was in fully in the present moment with these kids as they're asking me all these questions. And another thing is, is like, it's okay to ask questions. So I walked away from that experience. And previously, let me just let everybody know, I've always loved kids. Like from a small child, I've always loved children. My grandma used to call me the Pied Piper. Kids just gravitate towards me. And then I had my own child and I loved her dearly. But then something happened like when she turned, I don't know, a certain age, probably because I was in an unhealthy relationship that my tolerance for children just went all the way down. And I'm just like rediscovering my love for children. I just want to be their friends. I want to hear what questions they ask me because I want to hear how their little brains are working and I want to be able to answer some of the questions for them. So I'm like rediscovering this long lost love of children. So if you're my friend and you're listening and you have a kid, invite me to do some things because I really enjoy hanging out with kids. Maybe you could get some stuff done around your house. (laughs) Yep, that's where I'm at. So I'm driving back to my mom's house and I get home and she's like, how are you doing? I said, I realized I may have walked myself completely off the ledge. She goes, do you think? (laughs) I said, yeah, I was aware that I was going off the ledge, but I didn't really understand why I was going off the ledge until on my way home. And what I realized on my way home was that this is how far I had gone with knob and tube in my house. This knob and tube debacle in my brain translated to the house isn't going to sell. You're not going to get your bus. You're not going to live your dream. Like in my subconscious, that is where my brain went. And I had gotten so far into the future that I forgot to stay in the present moment, creating unnecessary anxiety about something that is not even happening. It's not like, and now that this is a whole week later after that happened, the sale of the house is still going through. We've negotiated an amendment and we're still proceeding as normal. But when I was in that moment and I heard that, instead of asking questions, I just took all the information and my brain changed it to, this is happening, so this is no longer happening. So the takeaway from this is, Katie, stay grounded in the present moment. And I'll also tell you, so I think I told you guys about my mala that I made, my Moss Agate Mala. So it's like magical properties. That's what I call them. Metaphysical properties, magic qualities is that it helps you stay grounded in like the present moment. I had taken that mala off for whatever reason earlier that day. So the day that I got the phone call, I took it off and I had literally been wearing it up until the point that I finished it nonstop. So I took it off and I literally 
had it off for, I don't know, a couple hours. And I wasn't wearing it. And it's like a coat of armor that I have on my person. I took it off and I like completely lost my ability to stay grounded in the present moment. So needless to say, I've been wearing it every single day since then. I have been living solely in the present moment for the most part. And this is really kind of why, circling all the way back, why I haven't gone to talk to bus companies. Because I had walked myself so far over the edge that I just didn't want to put myself too far in the future by going to talk to bus companies. Now, I also realize that going to talk to bus companies isn't me living in the future. That is gathering information. I would like to talk to their mechanic to see what their opinions are. I would like to ask them, you know, how do they decide they're going to retire a bus from service? I want to ask them questions. So really it's information gathering. And this is something that I just came to realize a few days ago. So by the next podcast, I will have an update for you because I will go and talk to a bus company because it is simply research. I am not jumping into the future of buying a bus, test driving a bus, putting myself in a position where I'm getting excited about something that can't happen just yet. That is the future moment and I need to stay in the present moment. So I have not gone, (laughs) but I will. So that it, that all happened on Wednesday, all of those things, all of those realizations. And it's just crazy what happens when you're open to realizing the things, the epiphanies, they come. So that was Wednesday, Thursday. I did a restorative yoga practice and sound bath experience at Enlightened Living Center. I know you've heard me talk about it. It's this community that I just love and support and want to see successful because it makes me feel so good to be a part of that family. So I invited my dad who went with me and I invited, you've heard me talk about my wife. I invited my wife. She's been my best friend since freshman year in high school. I invited her And her and my dad came. You guys, my heart was bursting with joy and gratitude. And they both enjoyed their experience. My wife said the next day that she felt great. She enjoyed her experience, which is all I could ever really hope for. So that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I went kayaking on Brown's Lake which is a gorgeous lake on Saturday with my new soul pod sister, Ashley. We've definitely been in lifetimes together. I'm so excited to have met her because she is teaching me and like helping me understand things differently, look at things differently, teaching me new things all kinds of things. She knows about all kinds of plants. We went on a nature walk. She taught me some things. I am so excited to experience people who can help me grow as a person. And this person, I feel like, yeah, has been with me for lifetimes and they are here to help me 
grow. We're here to help each other grow, I'm sure. It'll be interesting to see how things, you know, just unravel. I like meeting the new people. I like meeting new members of my soul family. It's great. We also went for really, really, really good Indian food. There's a new Indian restaurant near us. And oh my gosh, you know the funniest thing, guys, is when I really enjoy food. Like, let's just put it out there, right? I enjoy food. It's a thing. I have a hard time, like, regulating my food intake. It's something that I am working on. Um, So, like, when we were eating Indian food, the first bite I put in my mouth, like, when you know it's good food, I literally, it's involuntary. I just cannot stop. Mm-hmm. 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 Because <laughs> it's just so good. Literally, the second the food hits my lips, I start mm-hmm-ing. Ashley starts laughing. I was like, yep. This is just, I'm appreciating the food. And it really just is like, Katie, this is why you need to try the new things because it's so good. And you've been deprived, depriving yourself unknowingly for years from this delicious delicacy. So, you know, segue into that. Then, uh, let's see, yesterday, Tuesday, I went with my dad to hang doors for his job three hours away. So three hours there and three hours back. And my dad owns a custom cabinet shop. And I'm not a big fan of it because I have some childhood trauma related to it. So I'm like, eh, anytime he asks me to work for him. But also on the flip side, anytime I ask my dad for help in any way, shape or form, he is always, always, always right there for me. And he's always there, like really no questions asked. So he shows up for me. I can show up for him. Yes, dad, I will definitely help you. We were gone all day. And that was nice. I got to spend time with my dad. I value his opinion. He told me that I should definitely start interviewing cars right now so that when you do decide to buy, because again, if I'm going to buy a car, my dad has to come with me. When you do decide to buy, you'll already know which vehicles, you know, you've test drove, you like the drive of it, you like the feel of it when you're sitting in it, then you and I can go and we can buy a car. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Again, research, interviewing cars, narrowing it down. So we had great talks yesterday and I just love that. It's, I'm having this new appreciation for my parents. I've like... There's grace and understanding and like forgiveness. And it's just like this whole new relationship in my eyes. I hope they feel the same way. But in my eyes, that's how I feel. Then today, me and my friend Katie in the town that we live near, the Geneva Lake is near us. And... There is a pathway around the entire lake. It is 21.1 miles the entire lake if you walk around the entire lake. So last week she was like, Katie, do you want to walk the lake path with me? And I was like, sure, why not? And I don't know why I felt like I could do 21.1 miles of a hike without like having hiked (laughs) 
that amount of distance in quite a while. Like, I was like, yeah, we got this. We can totally do that, right? So me and I'm getting my backpack ready last night. My mom's like, make sure you have enough water. So I literally fill my camelback, which holds three liters of water. She grabs me two water bottles, plus I fill another water bottle, stick it in my backpack. I grab three apples, a couple oranges, some trail mix. I'm like, let me put that in there. I got my sunscreen. My backpack is literally loaded down, right? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to grab it in the morning and we're going to go. So we set out on the path at probably 6.30 in the morning in Williams Bay. Okay, for any of you familiar with the lake, we were in Williams Bay. And we start walking. I don't even know what direction we start walking because I literally was not paying attention. I was just ready to get on the path and go. So this path walks in people's front yards, like on their lake frontage in front of their yard. And it goes entirely around the lake. So we start walking. We take a picture of the sign that says the first town is 2.1 miles away. We make it to the first town. Granted, we're not walking at any fast pace. We're dilly-dallying, looking at all the plants, all the flowers, admiring the views, looking at the beautiful lake path. And 2.1 miles comes and goes. The next stop on the sign was this historical marker that was a total of 6.8 miles away from where we hiked. So from where we started. So we start, we're, you know, we're 2.1 miles in, we're chatting with some people, we're just moseying along. We finally make it to that point and we've gone 6.8 miles. And I'm thinking to myself, Katie, I don't really know that you're going to make it 21.1 miles. Like you feel great right now. You feel like you're doing pretty good. But in my mind, I'm like, I just don't know that 21.1 miles is doable. And my friend Ashley was like, you're doing the whole lake. Like, give me a call if you need me to pick you up. Like, that's ambitious. And I was like, okay. Not thinking that I'm ever going to call because I'm going to finish this, right? So we're 6.8 miles in. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking. We're probably at like the 10 mile mark at this point. And Katie, the girl I'm walking with, she's like, we're going to get done at three, like three or four o'clock. And she told me this when we first started. And I was like, this girl is nuts if she thinks we're going to do this in eight hours. When was the last time we walked 21.1 miles? It's definitely not eight hours. In my brain, I'm thinking 6, 7 p.m. <laughs> That's what I've got in my head. So it's like maybe noon at this point. And we had gone at least 10 miles and she's like, yeah, we're going to be done by three. And I'm like, in what world are we going to be done at 3 p.m.? Like, I was like, Katie, I don't know that that's a realistic expectation. I feel like maybe six or seven o'clock is maybe a little more doable. Like we just did all that in six hours. Like, I just don't think we're going to get another 10 miles in in three hours it's just that's unrealistic and she goes really and I go yeah really so we keep walking we keep walking and I fractured my ankle 
about a year and a half ago. And my healed shin, like down low, the front of my shin was causing me discomfort. Like for the whole walk, nothing like wild and insane. But after like 11 miles, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of over it. I should have worn my hiking boots, like my good pair of hiking boots. I didn't. Lesson learned on that. My shoulders are starting to really, really hurt. And I'm having this talk in my head like, Katie, you should just tell your friend that you don't think you're going to be able to do 21.1 miles. As a matter of fact, you're really kind of close to being done for the day. And I've been theming my yoga classes this week. And the theme that we're doing is ahimsa, which is nonviolence. And nonviolence in yoga, like the principle is to not say harming things to yourself, right? Really just being gentle with yourself. That's where it starts being kind to yourself. So I'm thinking these thoughts in my head, like I'm not going to be able to do 21.1 miles I am insane that I even thought that in the first place. Like, good for me for having confidence in myself that I'm going to do this. But also, like, let's also be realistic. Okay. Let's just be realistic. In this moment, we're practicing ahimsa, nonviolence. Just tell your friend. Just speak your truth. So I look at her and I said, Kate, I really don't want to bum you out. And I'm really sorry if you think that I'm like putzing out on this but I'm not gonna be able to do 21.1 miles I'm just not and she goes okay that's fine that's fine where do you think we can make it to I was like maybe we can make it to Buttons Bay she's like really not like Geneva I said no no I don't think I'm gonna make it all the way to downtown Lake Geneva I just don't think that's gonna happen and she goes okay and we just keep walking a little bit more and I was like yeah I, yep, I feel like I want to, yep, I feel like we're almost to Buttons Bay, maybe, I don't know, how far would you say that is? She's like, I don't know, 20 minutes, maybe. I was like, okay, I'm going to call Ashley. (laughs) I call Ashley, she's like, where are you? I was like, we're on our way to Buttons Bay, can you please come pick us up? I don't even know what I was thinking. Like, and it's funny to me, it's funny to me, because in my brain, I really thought that I was going to be able to walk 21.1 miles, just... What a week of lessons. This is what happens when you open the door to learning the lessons. You're you're given the opportunity to learn the lessons. So she's like, yep, just give me a little bit. I said, okay. Katie thinks we're like 20 minutes away. She's like, okay, I'll see you soon. So we start walking and Ashley's like, the kids are being a little pokey. It might be a little longer. I was like, girl, don't even worry about it. We'll meet you there. We're walking and because we've made the phone call to have somebody come pick us up in my brain. I'm like, that's it. We're done. The backpack felt like it got 10 times heavier. My front shin felt like it was just like shooting pains all over. And I was like, Katie, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be off my feet. I'm just ready to be off my feet, like in my brain. And I know that your words have power and your thoughts have power. But in that point in time, I was just like, nope, I'm just kind of done. Like, I kind of wanted to just sit down, but I knew that the salvation was coming in the form of my friend who was picking me up. And I just had to get there. So I'm like, okay, let's just do it. I see Ashley's truck from the top of the hill. 
I call her. I'm like, we're coming. She goes, I think I see you. I said, bright orange shirt. She goes, yeah, you're almost there. Literally. I don't know, like a hundred yards. We're off the path on the road, crossing the street. My friend is picking us up. She goes, you have like, what are you, a pack mule? She's like, why do you have such a big bag? Lesson learned. We don't need that much stuff. Like, so many lessons were learned. Granted, the last time I hike, hike, hiked, I was in Glacier National Park. Like, and we weren't really doing long hikes. So this is, you know, a lesson to myself. When I am out traveling, I want to be able to do the hikes that I want to do and I want to be able to complete them. So how am I going to achieve those things, Katie? One, you're going to keep up with your yoga because whilst my body is sore, it's sore. I'm not going to lie. I have like pains. It is nowhere near as sore as it would be if I did not have a consistent yoga practice. Okay. So thank you, Katie, for doing yoga consistently because holy macaroni, you could be way sore than you are right now. Two, I really need to eat the way that I was eating prior to moving into my mom's house. My mom, bless her heart, she has been cooking. She has been cooking. They've been delicious. She makes desserts. Like it's a thing. She makes desserts. And I just have this struggle with self-control. And I eat the desserts. But it really doesn't make me happy to be eating this way. So I really just need to just stick to what I want to do because it's what I want. It really is what I want. I just have to take the steps to create the life I want to live, eating the way I want to live, doing the things I want to do. So I'll check in with you again next week too. And we can talk about food choices. I really would like to stop the pasta my mom's been making delicious pasta. I actually prefer to eat Ayurvedically. So I'm going to start implementing that here. And I think maybe I'll cook a meal or two and see if my parents like that because I can do that. Why can't I? So that's something that I'm going to start focusing on. So for next week's episode, guys, we'll run through the list. I'm going to go talk to the bus company. I'm going to eat two Ayurvedic meals. And then there was one more thing, but I've been hiking all day out in the fresh air and my brain is like starting to get very sleepy, but I'll listen to this episode and I'll write it down and I'll get back to you because that is something I can do. So also in other news, I do have a guest that's going to be coming on. We're still trying to work out scheduling, but I'm so excited to introduce you to her, to you guys, because I am fascinated in the information that she knows and have been very interested in it for a while. So I'm going to shed her light and share it with all of you because that is nice. 
So, yeah, I was signed up for a yoga nidra training. Now, yoga nidra is going to change my world, okay? This is a form of, well, yoga nidra actually translates to yoga sleep. So what it does is you lay there, right? And you do about, it's a, it's a guided meditation. You do a body scan of your body and you follow along and you set an intention. And every time I've done yoga nidra, I like enter a meditative state so deep that I can hear the words. Like I can hear them, but I have no idea what's being said because I'm just off somewhere else. And it targets your subconscious. And when you set an intention to your subconscious, like your subconscious doesn't do what your conscious mind does, which is like, how many times have I said that I would like to change my eating behaviors, but don't actually change my eating behaviors when you set. And I'm not saying that my intention for my yoga nidra practice is going to be I want better eating. No, it's going to be, I would like to be a more healthy person, right? It's an intention like that so that you can start creating healthier choices for yourself. So I started reading the book. I'm like, this is like magic. This is like the secret sauce for people who have tried to make changes in their life. And some things are just more difficult than others to penetrate. So whilst working on, you know, the things I'm trying to work on in the present moment, I'm also going to incorporate a yoga nidra practice into my life because it's a game changer. So I got my book. I'm going to finish reading my book. Well, I'm going to keep reading my book. I'm not going to set an intention to finish my book, but I'm going to keep reading my book and keep gaining all this knowledge because that's what it's about. So thank you guys for following me on this ramble. Um, Lots of things being learned over here. I can't wait to just keep on sharing the things with you guys and keep on sharing the things with the world. And thank you so much for listening to my story. And thank you so much for listening to me tell you about the struggles and the realizations and the things that are going on with me. I appreciate it. And yeah, thank you so much. Have a really, really, really great rest of your day, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye guys.